otherwise on SAFM. My guest is the life and career coach and health practitioner, Mel. And Mel um, runs the Angel House. She's the founder of Angel House. She joins me now on the phone. Mel, welcome and thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. Now, it sounds all very esoteric and and quite um, unbelievable this weekend that we're talking about the Otters Bend weekend that you're presenting as the Angel House. But before we even get to that weekend, I want to know more about the Angel House. Oh, wonderful. Angel House is a very special place um, with very special people. It, uh, I started it 18 years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, our shop in Durbanville with our coffee lounge and therapists um, we started 1st of August last year uh, in memory of my sons who passed away end of 2011 and end of 2012. Both your sons? Yes, my oldest sons. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so it's in honor of them and all the angels that we heal here. Okay. Um, and of course you've got a team of people who work with you who specialize in, in different areas, pos- yeah. different areas. So that, you know, like the reflexology and hypnotherapy are done by different people. That's right. And the grief and trauma counseling, um, those kinds of things. Mediumship. What are we talking about when we talk about mediumship? Well, um, I do the mediumship at Angel House. And, uh, since I can remember, I've communicated with spirit and red energy. So I use it in the grief counseling to connect people and validate that their loved ones aren't gone. So you do the crossing over as we've seen John Edward do it on television? Yes, I'm just not as famous as him. <laughs> well, I, I, guess, I guess you're about to become famous as him because all of us want to cross it. And how does it actually happen? I mean, a lot of us are doubtful, you know, we're skeptical you know, about all of this. But do you actually, because you also talk about uh, ghost stories. Yes. And, 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 and are, are those ghosts you're talking about when you cross over? And when is a ghost a ghost? And when are you really talking to somebody's uh, loved one that's passed on? How do they present themselves? I've got so many questions. Shadu, um, we actually affectionately and sort of tongue-in-cheek refer to them as ghosts or our spooks. But it's essentially the same thing. Um, so... A loved one is a loved one, you know, and mm. I'm blessed as a medium because even today still I, I'm able to connect with my boys, even though they're on the other side. Mm. And the best way to explain it to people is it's all energy, and I always use the radio as an example, ironically enough, mm. uh, where I say when you're in your physical body, you move at a certain vibration, like 5 FM, and when you're in spirit, you move at uh, 94.5 KFM. So, um, I'm so nervous. So, if my voice is shaking. Calm down, darling. (laughs) Calm down. You're dealing with your favorite subject here. Um, And I really want to understand this. The difference of frequency, really. Mm. And at times, the spirits literally walk into the room and I see them like people, like I would see you. And other times, especially when they newly crossed over, I would see them like a hologram, you know? Mm. And it's like having tea with someone and simply talking to them. So tell me, Mel, when when they have recent, does it matter how they passed on? No, it doesn't. No, because that's just a body. Yes, but you're dealing with spirit itself. That's right, and it's. I want to actually clarify that because just from my own experience, people who've lost loved ones um, by committing suicide, 
They must never ever think that they don't stand a chance because we all go to the same place. Okay, and I guess that place is, is the good place. Yes, and, uh, and there's only love and compassion and they still can connect with their loved ones just like any other person passing in an accident or in any other way or form can connect with their loved ones. So they're not lost to them or they're not cast out to some, you know, place where, where there's no resolve or anything. Where they're punished and, and yeah. that sort of thing. But Mel, do you need permission from the family or, or if I ask you to, to connect with my loved ones that have passed on, do you need my permission or can you at any time turn them on? And don't you get a crowd of people coming at you at the same time? Is it? How do you make sure that you're connecting with the right person? Well, um, they come to the people they connected to, and um, that's the hard part to explain. Because when I have a crossing over evening where it's like John Edward, yeah, um, you sort of have to sift through the energy that's there and make sure that. The, yeah, that you connect the right spirit to the right person, mm. but that's a natural process. And the longer, and as I said, I've been doing this all my life. When mm. I was little, I ran away from them mm-hmm. um, because I was too scared. Mm. And in my teens, I didn't want to know that I'm different. Mm. Um, but you know, they are connected to you. And no, I don't. Um, obviously, there is a degree of respect and permission, but mm. we don't call up spirits. Once you connect with the loved one, they um, they have the need to also be there because they never leave you. Mm. So so they walk into the room as though they're also coming to visit. Okay, but they would obviously know that I'm coming to see you. Yes. So they understand that this is how we're going to use you as the medium to connect. That's correct. And I'm just a channel. So what I find works for me is with each session that I have with people, I usually ask their birth data. So that would be the full birth names and the birth date. Mm. And then in receiving that, that's almost like opening the door. And immediately the people connected to you then steps through. So if I gave you my... uh, Can we do this over the radio? I'm sure we can. I'm hell nervous, but (laughs) sure, I'll try for you. (laughs) I don't know if I want to open myself up to this as well, because I don't know what you're going to get. Um, but before we even get there, I, I, can you be trained to be a, 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 a medium? Um, I feel you can be trained to open up your psychic ability, but a medium is a medium. And uh, I feel the ability to connect with spirit comes from birth. Um, you know, you, you come into this lifetime with that. Uh, when, you, when you do exercises and all sorts of training, you can open up your clairvoyance, clairaudience, those sorts of talents, you know, mm. or gifts. Mm. But, um, and again, it's just a personal opinion. I feel if you're a medium, it's a natural thing. So when you're on your own, Mel, and there's no uh, audience around you and you're not meeting anybody's loved ones, are you able to have conversations with just, uh, I suppose, floating spirits? We may call them that because they are ghosts. Do you, are you always in connection with anyone? Are you connecting with anyone at all times? Or is it something you can switch on and switch off depending on when you feel you need to, 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 to connect? Hell yes. No, I've trained them well. They know they must leave me alone because years ago they used to wake me at the worst hours of the night playing with my hair 
and saying we need to talk to you. So I've, through the years, um, built sort of a mental system where I say, listen, when I close the door of my shop behind me, I'm going home now and you leave me alone. So it's it's like handling any other visitors. Please don't visit unless you call. <laughs> but, but now how do you handle all these pe- people's thoughts? I mean, um, you must be going mad because you've got all these conversations in your head. No, I hope I'm not mad, although my kids would have differed. I once told Brendan, do you think I'm crazy? And he said, no, Mom, I know you're bloody crazy. So <laughs> it's, um, you, I, I avoid malls because in malls I pick up on people's mm. energy and thoughts, and mm. I don't always like what I find there. When I drive anywhere and I see accident spots, I'll often see spirits standing there, especially those who aren't accepting that they've passed. Mm. Um, so, but you, you know, if that's what you've been used to all your life, it's what you do, and uh, you learn to sort of look past it, to detach. Now, you mentioned Brendan, and your other son's name was Zandre, huh? That's right. What? How often do you talk to them? Um, Brendan is very persistent, and he was when he was on Earth as well. So, he's in my house all the time. Zandre is my artist child. He's busy, I'm sure teaching everybody on the other side to do anime. He's, he's not too concerned with visiting, and I've been very upset with him about that. But um, mostly I interact with him at, at night when everybody else in the world sleeps. So do you think that Brendan hasn't accepted his passing? Um, now that he visits so often? You know, the problem with Brendan is, is that I don't feel he was ready when he went. Mm. Um, unfortunately, that's the situation with him, and his death impacted me immensely. So, because he was my firstborn and my everything. But he then is, is how you responded to by starting Angel House, right? After both of them. But he was the one who left last. Yes, he's the one that passed end of 2012, and he was the one that always pushed me to have a public place of work. Mm. instead of being a hermit because mm. uh, I'm a very private person actually so um, yeah with his passing I made a pact to actually do everything he inspired me to do do you have a husband Mel? I have a fiance ah, okay. <laughs> and and he's, he's cool with all your powers that you have I think so, I hope so he <laughs> should have mentioned anything <laughs> after three and a half years eh, if he wasn't <laughs> and do you connect with his, his loved ones? Yes, his brother passed March last year, Mm -hmm. and um, when I get messages and visions, I do share it with him. Okay, so I'm not going to give you my date of birth, but I want you to try and, 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 and mediate for me at the moment. I, I think you can use my voice, which is, I think, uh, good well, enough. Yeah, I've, I can tell you straight out that I have a mother figure with you, but she doesn't feel like your mom. She feels to me more like a granny on mom's side. Okay. That was um, extremely close to you. And... Um, Yo, let me just breathe. Yeah, take a deep breath because I'm going to hold you to whatever you're telling me now. Yeah. <laughs> I once did this thing for television and I was so um, uh, rattled as well. They couldn't get me to stop shaking. Well, maybe just... maybe it's all the electronics that, you know, these people no, have to... it's do... a big step. It's a big step for me to put myself out there because it's not how I usually... Uh, it's another thing on my bucket list to say, okay, I won't sit just in my little room anymore and 
work behind the scenes, I'm going to step out now. But Mel, I don't want you to feel uncomfortable. If you're uncomfortable doing this, then let's not do it. Let's talk no, about no, the... No, no, no. Okay. Um, the more we talk, the more I'll get anyway. Yeah, I'm just a woman sitting behind a microphone yeah. at the NC point. And you're point. very nice looking woman, if I may add. Oh, thank you so much. You're yeah, so kind. I think you take very good care of yourself. <laughs> I try to. I drink a lot of water. I drink a lot of wine. It helps too. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I read in the paper today that, in fact, it's in the front page of the paper that says, if you worry about the effect your, of your daily glass of wine is having on your looks, it's time to relax because scientists have revealed that alcohol makes you beautiful. So I think you're beautiful too. Oh, thank you. Okay, so I have this lady with you. She was um, mostly misunderstood, I feel. Mm -hmm. And she makes me feel what you're doing today is what she would have loved to do, but she didn't have the opportunities. Mm -hmm. Um in her era mm, mm. Um, but she was in her own right a voice though you know like a matriarch yes 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 so it makes me feel that she tried to also lead people and speak for women and that essence in her is what's guided you to take the life path you have to be who you are now and I've got to tell you too that um, I don't believe this is where you'll stay because my feeling is that there are greater things for you to do. You're like a pioneer for women. Well, my boss must listen to this. Because <laughs> he, he won't give me... No, 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 no. He mustn't listen, actually. Because he won't renew my contract. <laughs> yeah, and um, I have to ask you, did your granny wear those half-leg stockings? Half-leg stockings. You know, those that just come up to the knee. Up to the knee. Oh, of course she did. Yeah. Of course she did. But she wants you to know that those things were damn irritating. <laughs> and as a woman, um, it's fabulous how free women are today that they don't need to line up the line at the back or get it, you know, like have to wear that acrylic or what do you call it? The, the tights. Yeah, lycra. I don't know what it's yeah, made of, yeah. but I'm just seeing it's like a, a sheer sort of material. But yeah, she didn't enjoy wearing those at all. It made her itch. Well, she didn't enjoy the bra either. She, <laughs> she threw the bra yeah, away a long me. time ago. <laughs> Mel, thank you so much for that. Um, so tell us what's happening at, uh, on the weekend, 27th to 29th March. Otter's Bend is one of the most precious jewels in the Cape. I promise you, even if someone just wants to go away to just find their own soul energy. It's in the heart of Franschhoek, next to the Franschhoek River. The owner um, is a very spiritual guy who does things like uh, an organic vegetable garden for the local community kids. Mm -hmm. um, so he, he promotes a lot of charity and helping kids, and that's where my heart lies. Mm -hmm. um, so He's offered Otter's been to us because they have yoga weekends there and everything as well. And we've decided to put together all of our gifts and efforts at Angel House and present a weekend where someone can come and experience uplifting themselves. Oh, wonderful. So, it sounds like a great, great weekend for, you know, for like-minded people together. Yes. I love the fact that you're sitting around a fire, your campfire, you're drumming, and uh, while you're telling stories, the ghost stories, and, and crossing over. But there's also, um, I, I like the grief and the trauma counseling as 
as well. Yes, and that's by Suzette Fenter. Yes. She's um, a fabulous woman who's also lost a son. Mm. And she's our hypnotherapist here at Angel House. So she's going to help anybody who needs grief assistance. And um, all experiencing trauma, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll have Mario there, who's going to do his angel guidance. Okay. So he works with your guardian angels and your spirit guides. And then, of course, Leon. Uh, he's like our own very own gypsy. Mm-hmm. And he will be doing tarot readings for people. Those that want guidance for the future. Oh. This is, it sounds amazing. Everything, yeah. you know, I know, again, I'll say people are skeptical and go there for the experience. You may believe in it. You may not believe in it. But I think it's it's an alternative way of life, right? Yes, it's very alternative. Very alternative. So where do people find more details, Mel? They can go to my website, mm-hmm. www.angelhouse.co.za. Angelhouse.co.za. Yeah. And, 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 and that's where everything address for Otters Bend and all of that Absolutely. will be there. Yeah. And also they can just pop in at our shop in Durbanville and enjoy a free coffee. Okay, that's wonderful. Mel, give your sons my love. Thank you. When you speak to them again, and uh, I, I hope I hope for me and my grandma to get together sometime. Tell her, tell her I miss her, and, and, and we'll talk again soon. Okay, thank you so much, and thank you very much for the gift of this interview. Fantastic. Thank you, Mel. Go well. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There you have it. Believe it or not. But www.angelhouse.co.za and it happens on the 27th to the 29th of March if you find yourself in the vicinity. But coming up after a little break, we're going to talk about how you can exercise your brain. If you're curious and want to further your general knowledge and challenge your thinking, and of course, uh, without having the, the, the stress of writing exams or even homework. Well, Ozzy Raviv is the founder and CEO of Open Mind. We talk to him after this. Otherwise, on SAFM. I said Ozzy and I thought of a he. It's a she. It's Osnat Raviv. Welcome, Osnat. Hi, thank you for having me. They, they call you Ozzy, hey? Ozzy. Ozzy. Yes. Ozzy. Well, yes. <laughs> how, how, I'm, I'm curious. I've always said to people, I don't know much, but I'm passionately curious. And, and I, I, I just love learning and getting more information. But I also don't like homework and writing exams. So that's open-minded exactly for people like you. I think we are getting kind of to the age that we want to learn more. We want to enrich our knowledge, but we don't feel like to go back to university and start to do degree and homework and exams. We just want to exercise the brain. And this is the whole idea of open mind. Okay, and and what sort of, you, you offer courses for, for exercising the brain. Now, how do we know, does, does reading and knowledge uh, means your brain is getting the kind of fitness it requires? Yes, it is. You know, actually, I will even will give you just for example, we are going to have a lecture about the memory. And I sat with Professor Kevin Thomas. I feel like my memory is <laughs> so bad. Yes. And I asked him, can we actually prove our memory? And he said, yes, actually, there is exercise. You need to memorize stuff. You know, with the technology of today, we don't even remember phone numbers anymore. Yes, we that's are, for sure. We don't remember anything. So... Actually, if you are not memorized and you are not exercised the brain, it's it's all gone. But 
But does that come with age that the brain will eventually just wear off? That's why they are saying that you need to exercise it all the time. All the time. You need to, to do some puzzles and you need to go to learn and to attend a course. Actually, if you're going to the Alzheimer website, mm-hmm. they are saying that very, very clearly that you need to exercise the brain to avoid all kinds of these diseases. Now, is that, is that the same way as as uh, the mental toughness? Because uh, the, 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 how tough are we talking about? How tough should the brain be? Yes. And Dr. Steve Harris, that he did a course with mental toughness, mm-hmm. he, he talked about it as well. You know, we need to, it's like our muscles. We are going to the gym and we are exercising and we make ourselves strong. You can do the same thing with your brain. And, 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 and I'm, I'm just trying to understand, does it mean that the more you read, for instance, people say if you read a, a good book every, every week or you must be reading or every day, in fact, you don't have to finish. It's not the size of the book, but the fact that uh, you're getting information into your head all the time, is, is that good enough exercise? Yes, that's exercise as well. There is a, a, a few things that you can do to, to do that. Reading is one of them. Um, yes, that's for sure. I, I'm, you know what? It's more than exercise the brain. I, I really want to enrich people. I wanted to people leave a lecture and even on the way to the car, or on the way home, just having a discussion. It makes them to think, wow, mm. I learned something new. I didn't know that. Mm, mm. And, of, and of course, you know, in the, uh, 2015, you can open the internet and you can have Google and you can all the information but it's not the same it's not the same to come to listen from professor and doctors from UCPs and ask them questions there are in the in every lecture there are before and after so you socialize with them it's you know it's just not the same like to come to listen and engage and learn more yeah because the sequence of whatever it is you're learning and I suppose there has to be a a thread of ideas that eventually make you understand the concept of what you're learning or what you're hearing or what you're discussing. But I want you to stay on the line, Ossie. I'm I'm going to take a a little break and then come back and talk to you some more and you can tell us more about what to expect and what courses you offer. Can you please stay on the line for me? Yes, perfect. Otherwise, on SAFM. My guest is the founder and CEO of Open Mind, Ossi Raviv, and Ossi is talking to us about uh, the various causes that they offer on a, on a very wonderful concept. Uh, 